Man. You're a dick. I don't like you because you're a big fat dick. I have a big fat dick. You wish you had a big I fat do. dick. I it's, do. It's big and fat, and every time I go to sleep, I see it. In your dreams, what? you mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I see my big fat dick. In your dreams. <laughs> I'm staying out of this. I think that's a good idea. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. Started, we are off the rails. <laughs> Shit, I am alone. I'm so alone. Hello and welcome to the Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the geeky lifestyle, sex, and insecting perversions. Recording live from Threshold's Love Lab in North Hollywood, California. In front of absolutely nobody. <laughs> Mark and well, Unger. Mark and Unger. They just don't just say anything. Busy. I'm Kathy. I'm Abyss. And I am Count Boogie. And I love how Abyss drew like all these little insects, little butterflies and bumblebees on our dry erase board. It tells I got us. bored. <laughs> it's got very bored. cute pumpkin. It looks very, very good. Here we are. Yeah. Show 49. 49. You know what that means? What does it mean? I don't know. We've been around a while. We've yeah. been around a while. That we means we are just three other? away. Wait, 49? Okay, after the show, uh, 50, 51, and 52, and that will be a year of perverted podcast shows. That's scary. It's scary. A year, and look, we hate each other. We so do. That's that's what that's what you no, do. Look at that's the look when, on Abyss's That's when face. you know it's going to be a great show. The band but, has to like have, we have to start having tension and just hate each other. Yes, Abyss? I don't, I don't hate you guys. You can't be here. <laughs> You're not rock and roll. We have to develop a heroin problem. What? And then someone has to get their arm ripped off in a weird fucking drunken <laughs> auto accident. They're not Def Leppard. And then, <laughs> see, you know, someone has to, you know, Unger has to choke on his own vomit and then like Mark will resuscitate him with an anal plug. You know, there's just such rock and roll. What about money? Someone has to embezzle money. We don't, we, we, don't don't have, we don't have any. <laughs> we don't even have money to embezzel. That's how you get it. Uh, uh. Well, I think this uh, this is going to work. So what's going on, Potato Mayhem, today? Uh, first off, uh, I'd like to throw a uh, thank you to everyone that showed up to the Perverted Podcast uh, Global Virtual Munch that we had on, uh, well, for us, it was Sunday. It was Mother's uh, Day, so not everybody could show up. Not everyone could show up, but it was still fun. I mean, at, at one point, I think we had like 11, 12 people in there, and it was it was really fun. And Did you talk. have anybody from over in the pond? Yeah, over in the pond? I don't know, or they were swimming around at the time? Across, across the pond? <laughs> Whatever, I don't know. On the no, other side the of pond. the pond. Damn yes, <laughs> yes, we did have some of our UK listeners there, and... Uh, God damn it. I f- oh, shit. I forgot to write down her name. She posted the event in the uh, British time zone. And so, uh, so yes, we had some people from the UK that were actually there at the munch, and it was timed correctly. Uh, Did you check back at like 7 o'clock? <laughs> I didn't to see if Miss D fucking gravel tits was on there. She Stop p- calling her that. <laughs> God. So anyway, we have the next one, uh, our time, uh, 7 p.m. this Wednesday. It's always the, uh, for us in Pacific Standard Time, it's always the uh, first Sunday and the second Wednesday of the month. Uh, that we okay, Unger's having a seizure over there. Unger, is something going on in the, what? No. What? No, you're just, okay. 
the hell? Okay. Did you just hang up a cat toy? What? No, that's not a cat poi. Cat poi. Yes, we take cats by the tail and we swing them around and do poi with them. It's not a very PETA-friendly thing to do, uh-huh. but my God, they flail their little paws. <laughs> Uh, no, it's actually a would har- not be happy to it's hear you a- talking like that. <laughs> it's a memory of Priscilla. She was going to kick my ass with her one paw. <laughs> she had three. <laughs> she had three. That's she had right. three good paws. Fucking Priscilla. But no, was, it looks it like, like a cat. I still think it looks like a cat toy. It kind of, well, uh, it is. In fact, as we debated and argued last time, I went ahead and just paid for uh, the official perverted podcast Hardpoint. Um, is that, that now, what it's now called? It is the official perverted podcast hardpoint. <laughs> and it is a uh, half ton trolley on the steel beam that's in the roof with a big 3,000 pound chain and a 1,000 pound rig and a 3,000 pound ring. And all equals up to uh, we can lift. Uh, 12? We can lift. Yeah, we can lift like 10, 10 marks, you know, for sure. And uh, so it's uh, it's very exciting that we have that. And so we can now do put a sling on it and bring some people in, do some bondage and, and shit on the podcast. That'll be really Don't fun. Don't shit on our podcast. Um, we can, uh, you perverted know. Perverted pinatas. I was we, promised. We will do a perverted pinata. Yes. Uh, and you. so that's pretty good. We got that. Um, what else we got? Uh, oh, f- uh, you guys wanted me to play the jingle I made for our uh, our fine listener who has her own podcast. You were the you pagist. Were, uh, the pages. Page. I was, I was uh, requested. Because I do jingles and and part of our like fundraiser that we do on like Patreon and stuff like that. If you donate a hundred dollars uh, to Perverted Podcast, I will do a custom jingle for you, like we do, uh, you know, I do on the show. And kind of Paige uh, took us up on that. The pages took us up on that, and so I made her a jingle, and uh, and so we said we would play it, and this is the <laughs> jingle for the pages. Not playing <laughs> on the. Uh, uh-oh. Thing Uh-oh. that was uh, a little anticlimactic. Wait, what's the fuck? Uh-uh. Um, something. something oh wow, I'm a read cock. <laughs> total <laughs> cocksucker. I muted my own channel. Okay, so so uh, yeah. Stop laughing at me. I do many things. The pages. <laughs> So very many books to read about the joyous world of sex. Lovely page reviews them all to help us find the best. From nonfiction to the sexually outrageous. Kink up your mind with the pages. So that's to use all the little instruments and my drums and you everything. You were really so excited about the chime, weren't you? I, the chi- I love yeah. my finger cymbals. And I'm <laughs> I like, hear she loves it. She's playing it for everybody. She that is awesome. I'm really glad she liked it and it was really nice of her to make a donation to Perverted Podcast. So, and she's sweet. been Thanks, a long time listener. So thank you very much. You, There's your jingle. Um, what is Kathy and Abyss eaten by mutant ants? Yes, Abyss mm. and I went to a barbecue at Griffith Park for MJ. Mm-hmm. And uh, there were mutant ants there <sighs> falling from the trees. I'm just saying. There actually were. Like, uh, Cal- they were huge. They're Cal- like jumping on you <laughs> off the trees. Yeah, now Biss would come up to me and go, there's something in your hair. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wash it and then I pulled it, it off and your hair guts first. in your hair. No, I pulled it off her hair I first. I hear it's good <laughs> for the body. 
and then I kept getting bitten by them. Apparently, they're afraid of abyss. They didn't bite her at all. <laughs> Who would figure? Uh, <laughs> actually, it was funny because uh, MJ came back here after for the party because we had uh, the fun PJ the pajama party. Rock, yeah, the pajama she, uh, and I look over, I'm like, what the fuck? And I pull an ant off of her. And I'm like, you brought it with you. I found, I go home. <laughs> I, I get home, I sit down, and I'm like, what the fuck? And there's one on my arm, and it's biting me. I, like, did this, the most unsexy strip tease you've ever seen in my living room. <laughs> Throw my clothes off! And so it was more like a strip flail? Straight into the fireplace. Flail, that's exactly what it was. That's it was very just, sexy. Yeah, it was fun, but fucking mutant ants, man. Oh, my God. Uh, so, yeah, we had the uh, perverted, uh, not the perverted podcast. We had, paj- it was, we had Pajama Rotica, the show, Last week, but at yep. Threshold, we had the pajama party. Are actually, which was blanket forts in the dungeon, and it will be our last one. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it was great. The whole dungeon looked like a tent city. Like people, we brought blankets and ropes, and people strung it from the roof and construction, and and there was just mayhem and sexy time and and uh, yes, blanket forts. I wasn't here. Yeah, Kathy's car took an El Pupo. It's El Pupo, my <laughs> little car. Little El Pupo on the car there. That's right. So, but uh, it, no, it was it was a fun party, and uh, it was sad to s- because it never really occurred to us. You know, we promote safety, and Threshold is about safety, and we're about safety. And all of a sudden, I'm like, because I started the party a couple of years ago, and I'm like, you know, how's the dungeon monitor going to actually know what's going on inside of the... Besides uh, Unger just using his <laughs> his giant tallness to look into people's Unger, tents. our uh, DM chair, co-chair. Um, uh, yeah, Unger, everyone. can we dress you up as Godzilla? And we can make teeny tiny things and you can stomp through and you can look through tents and stuff? Would you do yes! that? <laughs> Oh my god, that sounds so cool. So anyway, so yeah, so um, we don't know if people are doing breath play. We don't know because yeah. we don't allow breath play at threshold because we don't want to take the risk. We, you know, there's things that can go on inside the tent, which mostly people are, you know, fucking and doing things because it's their chance to do it and not really be seen. But it just, uh, you know, most of the people there are good. But um, just I, in case, it's all it takes no, is one person. It really, I mean, do you really want to have someone get raped five feet away from a, a dungeon monitor yeah. or non-consent yeah. issue? It's one of those like. Eh. So as a private rental, you do your blanket for things, but as as a party, because it's getting bigger and bigger, and the tents are getting more and more closed. Yeah. So it sucks, but you know. Uh, well, you it, could still do pajama party, no blanket forts yeah. in the dungeon. Yeah, but people wear pajamas anyway. So no, I mean, I mean no, like yeah, it, yeah. they don't. Actually. Yeah, and it'll, yeah, whatever. Okay. So that's it. So uh, the last thing uh, before we move on to our fet life stuff is uh, I need to address our our uh, our tiny chat at Perverted Podcast. Let's do or a quick tiny meditation before you do that. Um, Let's do that. <laughs> Just calm you know we have the chat room. They're quite lively. <laughs> Unger, is there anything going on in the chat room? You've been laughing over there. There's uh, quite a bit going on. Oh. Uh, talking about chemical play again. <laughs> uh, a little obsessive. They got a thing. Thing about that. Cigar play again. Like inserting cigars in people Ew. and using it for cooking. Using ash for cooking. Oh. Cooking ash for cook. Like that's a thing. Yes. Yikes. What what do you make with? Do you make like you do like marinate like meat chili. with it? I was gonna say like sooty eggs. Smokier. You just. Ash your cigar. Can I just remind me not to eat your chili? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not doing this. Because that sounds ass nasty to me. (laughs) Others are. It's a thing. Well, then let the chat room please know that at this time, Boogie is addressing their need for the show to be live with them. Um, 
And here's what it is. So now you know we're not going to play the show live during the chat room while we record because it gets like a fucking book club in there when everyone's following along with the thing. And we want people to be random and talk shit and come up with their own topics. And it's a lot of fun when that happens. And and if everyone's following along with what we're talking about, which they can't really hear or whatever, um, it just it doesn't add so stop being a fucking sheep, you know? <gasps> Suck it up and come up with some creative ideas. Talk about dildos and cookies and, and stuff and random How stuff. How many times have I asked you for that disclaimer button? <laughs> right now, I'd be pushing it in a bit. So if you're in the chat the room, stretch your goddamn mind those of Kathy and, and create your own topics. We'll feed you like what we're talking about, but God damn it, man. That's, you know, not a book mm-hmm. club. Let's... Wow. I've had a bunch of emails. People are like, we can't follow along. We need the, you know, the thing. I've had well, like three okay. or four people. Hey, hey. Yeah. Hey. What? Some people are left-brained. Some people are right-brained. Some people need structure. Some people enjoy chaos. Some people, like, that's their creative juices. Other people are, they work better with limitations and examples. Well, then fly to Los Angeles and come and join the show. And you can be a part of everything we talk about. Can we also reiterate that we love our chat room? I love the chat people. room too. I've just gotten like seven thousand emails yeah, from people. Why are you? When are you gonna one. give us? <laughs> no, it's been it's been a number of them. I will not mention them. Okay, by name. I'd like to point out too. This is also a good thing. It just means they want to hear us sooner. That's right. They like us. Heaven forbid. Whatever. Talk about dildos. Just with bondage, kink, and freaky sex. Ooh, that is freaky. The type of things you see on Fat Life will leave you happy, horny, enlightened, or possibly perplexed. For your peace of mind, please know that the author of every post we talk about has specifically granted us permission to do so. Yay. The soothing sounds of abyss. All right. I would like to point out before I begin that this first post was listener submitted. That's right. Apparently, when I said a couple of weeks ago, I would love it if somebody would give me some posts to talk about. I've had a few come up. Nice. Very happy about that. Look, our listeners are active. Yes, they are. In the chat room. I really like them a lot. Oh. All right. This one is called Under My Fingertips the Whole Time by KRRK. Really quick. Yes. Totally thought this was going somewhere else when I read that title. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. You're talking like when you finger a, finger a butthole and, and you don't I, put I on a glove it, first. I, I thought it was going to go somewhere else, but you know, sorry. Oh, that's <laughs> under my fingernails. I'm sorry. Oh, God. All right. Well, KRK is talking about her sexual experiences starting from when she was very young. And obviously, as we all do, we start by masturbating. That's right. But I loved her. She was talking about how at age four, she lined up her stuffed animals and masturbated to an audience of them. And it's really cool. <laughs> that is, I mean, what? that's creepy. Don't, no, that's not. Do we have to that's talk about people's cool. masturbation habits at four? What? Keep, keep going. Okay. Uh, so from that point, her sexual encounters uh, go from masturbation to including real people. And she starts having a really great time. A lot of them with great experiences. But as happens with a lot of us, they start turning edgier and kinkier, and she does not have a lot of success in finding willing partners in the vanilla world. So after a few failed attempts over a number of years, she finally realizes something and says, at 34, I have finally found what I was looking for right here. I have found that I am not alone, and there's nothing wrong with me. 
I've always been looking for this, and here it was literally in my hand and under my fingertips the whole time. But I wasn't ready then. I wasn't ready to own the things that took place inside of my head. I wasn't ready to let anyone know what I truly wanted. And now that I'm ready, I'm amazed at how easy it has been to take these first steps towards never feeling alone again. Hmm. That is the bravo for discovering yourself and discovering uh, a community and access Mm -hmm. to... Uh, for me, we're going to talk about this topic is going to continually come up on the podcast because it's about discovering yourself and that time when you finally find that you're not a bad, shameful, guilty person, uh, as a lot of our culture and our religious cultures have, have put on us. So I just love every one of these stories that somebody found a community or at least they found people that weren't going to judge them, whether it's online, whether you listen to perverted podcasts, because this is like our primary goal is to empower people to not feel guilt and shame. And when you finally do find that that open window that shows you that you're okay, um, it's just, it's really exciting. I thought it was a great post. Yeah, I never get tired of these. I find them and I, I collect them and I space them out so I make sure we're not always talking about them. But I never get tired of hearing how w- the positive things that this community can have for us. I definitely liked because she did talk about how she had a bad experience. She said that she had initially good experiences with lovers who were willing to uh, walk the path with her and not shame her for her um, desires. But she at one point found a boyfriend who literally said, I would lose respect for you if you asked me to put a ball gag in your mouth. Douche! (laughs) (laughs) Douche cock! Gosh, dick fuck! And the thing is, uh, a lot of us have been there. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where I had an ex who we were together for a very long time. I wanted to come to Threshold um, because we had friends who came here. You know, he wouldn't let us. You know, he was like, no, no, no. It's only, you know, the only fuck there. It's only a sex club, blah, blah, blah. And um, which completely is not the case. And being able to find something and find out that I am completely all right with getting pleasure with hurting people. And um, it was funny. This is also the same ex who said uh, I would never make it as a top. Oh, so wow. boy, was he wrong? Well, the thing is, I think it's it's very important for anyone who is. And she had even said she had been married and obviously then divorced and, you know, this, that, the other. And a lot of people, I think they kind of have to get their um, their training wheels off because you do what you're expected to. You have your your partners you get married you walk that path because you think that's what you want and then you start finding out your needs are not being met and as you continue down the path and realize after either it can go two ways you can either shut it down and say fuck it okay this is not what's going to happen um i'm dirty i'm disgusting i can't do this you know um i'm a i'm a pervert you know I, i these are bad thoughts i'll put them over here or you get divorced and <laughs> uh, or if you're or if you're lucky you have a you're, you find out your husband or wife or significant other uh, is willing to walk this path with you because we do have people who are willing to you know uh, find more spice but it's uh, you have two options you can either shut that part of you down and be miserable or you like she did find your new path and be brave and walk it I agree. Love it. I, I love this. Post. I uh, I had something brilliant to say. 
<laughs> you forgot? My brain is so amazing <laughs> that uh, apparently it's fermenting. Oh. Slightly, like that's what amazing uh, brains Slightly do. in the background, but... Uh, For, is that what that odor is? <laughs> yeah, that's fermenting brain. <laughs> Pickled fried. brain. Uh. I did a lot of drugs. I really did. I did a lot of drugs. <laughs> He's brewing a brain fart. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. Great post. Sorry. I have nothing. Really? Oh. Yeah, yeah. I was it's waiting gone. for all this oh. wisdom you were going to lay <laughs> Yeah, I was just trying to buy myself time with the other <laughs> no. 75 voices in my brain going, yeah, blah, 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 blah. Okay, we'll go on. Okay, well, thank you so much for uh, talking about this. But I will blurt yes. it out instantly if oh, it comes up okay. uh, out of, out of you yeah. know, I'm right. the 10 please, minutes too late guy. At least put your hand up so I know to stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> I know, or just trample over my uh, wrap-up. What was, what was that thank post Thank you, KRRK, for that wonderful post. We're very happy for you. Okay. On to the next one. It's called Safe Calls, Not Just for Play on Being an Independent Cautious Female by, I love this name, Gypsy Smacks. Oh. That's right. <laughs> Sounds like a breakfast cereal, like a kind of hippie like breakfast, like, gyp, like Sugar <laughs> Smacks. Gypsies, I love the name. You know. I like it. She says, today I had an experience in my vanilla life, which made me realize that safe calls aren't just for playing or dating. I posted something on Craigslist that I wanted someone to haul away and made arrangements with a guy over text to do the job. One of my friends, oh wow, I'm in great Kathy, form today. are you uh, touching the brain? My brain is pickling too, A little, little bit of heroin there. Do, do we have a carbon monoxide detector in here? <laughs> That's funny. Uh, one of my friends was originally going to be at my place with me during the pickup, but those plans fell through at the last minute. This guy seemed nice enough over text, but I still felt insecure until I realized I could employ the same safety network that I use in my dating kink life. 30 minutes later, I had three different friends who knew that this guy was arriving at 8.45 p.m., as well as his name and his phone number, with instructions to call the police and send them to my address if I didn't text with an all clear by 9 p.m. That's not to say I didn't have my semi-automatic handgun tucked under my shirt the entire time that Craigslist guy was there. Born and raised in Texas, bitch. Don't fuck with me. <laughs> I loved this post. <laughs> I love it, too. Like... Uh, and I actually I'll, thought of you, Abyss. Oh well, it's I actually have been in this situation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've lived on my own since I was eighteen, so basically I've lived alone um, for a good chunk of that, and I had to be kind of cautious panda in a lot of situations. Like you, you don't just have random people pick up shit at your place. You don't have, you know, stuff like that. Not that I haven't made stupid decisions, but I always made sure like my neighbors knew what was going on or I made sure it was in the middle of the day where I knew my neighbors were home and I'd let them know, hey, you know, so-and-so is going to come over. Do you mind keeping an eye out or hanging out with me while they pick it up or whatever, you know, and having safe calls. I think a lot of us do the safe calls. We just don't call them safe calls because I know most, at least I'll just say to the ladies, if you have something where it's going on or you're going out of town or whatever, you tell your friends. You say, hey, I'm doing this or blah, blah, blah. Or you, you check in with your BFF or your mom or whoever. You always you, There's always someone who generally knows what's going on and what's who you're with and how when you're going to be back. And yeah. I, and I love the thing that I liked about it is at the beginning of the post, she starts by saying how she's talking to her vanilla friends who they know what she what she does mm -hmm. and how they're so concerned with her because they think that what she does is inherently dangerous. <laughs> And here she is, because of the lessons she learned in the kink community, 
she's probably in a better position to be safe than any of her friends. I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm making this wild speculations, but there are so many lessons that we learn in the community that serve us so well outside of it. Cautious pandas. That's right. Is your brain still pickling? <laughs> wow. Is it fermented? No, I, I mean, I think this goes a lot farther uh, for safe calls. And, and, and the one thing that we always want to point out uh, about safe calls is we also gain kind of the confidence from all the talking about it that we do in the community that you have the right to tell the person, and this doesn't matter, male, female, there's a lot of men that get abused too on Craigslist ads, and uh, you have the right to let the person know, and I've done this, because uh, I used to sell a lot of stuff on, on you know, internet things where you put up an ad and then some stranger comes and buys your thing. Um, and I have no problem telling someone, hey, you know what, I got security cameras there, I'm just letting you know, I don't know you, but I'm letting you know that my place is covered. And uh, so I just say that, and they're usually like, oh, all right. You have any, I mean, and this is one of the things that makes a safe call very effective is not just having the safe call, because if the potential perp doesn't know that you have a safe call, then they may think you don't have a safe call. So it's always okay to let the person know, hey, by the way, just for safety reasons, I don't know you. I have told my friend this, this, and this, and this. And if that person has some sort of bad plans for you, then that's going to make them pause and say whether or not they even want to, and they make up some excuse or they don't show up or whatever. But always know that in these types of things, the most effective way to be an actual deterrent to someone who actually is going to try to harm you is to let them know that you have these things in place. Because you got to really want someone to, you know, go past knowing that that you're being watched. Also, for those who don't know what a safe call is, I, I guess we should have started with that. <laughs> I think they gather from you know yeah, letting so, someone know. But well, still, it's know. it's one of those things where it's like, say I was going on a date with Boogie, and you better get a safe call. I did mm -hmm. actually. It's funny. I had multiple safe calls with you. Um, <laughs> Smart girl. Man, you're drooling. <laughs> that was wow, just a shit. I had my mouth full of water, and I was trying to laugh, and it just came out all shitty, like. <laughs> Did you just That's very that female was... of you. <laughs> uh, so, so basically, so you went out with Boogie. Show forty nine. <laughs> so what it was is uh, my mother knew where I was when I was meeting up with this person. His name, his phone number, the address. If I didn't text at a certain time at certain uh, intervals, uh, intervals, certain words, not just I'm fine. The color of my motorhome. Uh, yeah. Um, actually, for another person I knew, it was uh, she had to text me um, things that were in my office. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was funny because you would think like, oh, it's a, 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 a table. No, no. Stuffed chicken. <laughs> mm, chicken. <laughs> you know, taxidermied frog. <laughs> you know, it's like random stuff. So <laughs> this way, people then know it is actually you. And it the, the thing is, if you, if you miss... And the person does a quick, you know, text, and you don't respond with what you're supposed to do. You call the police. I would also like to uh, <laughs> add that there has been uh, a number of times where the person who is the safe call has not answered the phone, and not, uh, you know, if you are going to be someone's safe call, please make double sure that you're actually going to answer the mm -hmm. phone because I've been. <laughs> I've had people on dates go, my safe call didn't answer. 
Oh. And I'm like, well, I wasn't planning on raping you, but, but you know, now that, now that I know. That's part, an important part of it. Mm. Wait a minute, Unger, do you have something brilliant to add? The blue light is on. Actually, there's a question from uh, HeebieGB wants to know if anyone here has had an experience where something actually happened in the safe call didn't answer. Ooh. Uh, yeah, actually. What was that? Oh. What? Oh, it's his, the wire. It's the <laughs> spring in his microphone moving. Oh, I thought like I, a I was like jazzy. I'm all it does all of a sudden. I'm like, is that jazz? Go ahead. Play, play on. <laughs> That's groovy, man. Thanks. Uh, groovy. I appreciate that. Uh, I did, actually. Um, uh, I, I was seeing someone briefly, and... Uh, uh, a person, uh, well, I was new to the scene and I really got my ass kicked pretty fucking hard, um, further than I had negotiated. And it was, uh, when I, when I checked my stuff, like I didn't check in at that point and my safe call didn't call. Right. <laughs> it was not my mother, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> my mom is a great safe call. Wow. Yeah. So, so once pick, again, pick uh, right maybe, people. I mean, if it is something new, especially um, like a type of play, if you're, especially if you're going to go to someone's house privately mm-hmm. and you don't know them, mm-hmm. have two. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with two. Mm-hmm. I mean, most people have two people that they can, whatever. I think there should be a safe call service. Kathy, would you be my safe call? Sure. Next time she goes on a date with me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know where you live. I am where you live. <laughs> but Mark, I mean, be my safe call. <laughs> <laughs> you guys just safe call over to that bed over there. <laughs> we're all we're all sitting next to each other. I'm all you safe? <laughs> you safe? You good? And I'm, I'm like, huh? Um. Although I did also love the end of this because she's like, you know, I don't know, semi-automatic. I have actually done that as well. Totally had my revolver in the back of my waist pocket, right? Answering the door. That's right. Gotta protect yourself and uh, not shoot yourself in the ass. Well, no, I did. Have a holster. Safety no, was on. Fine. God, that's, that's a result. Revolver doesn't have a safety. Oh hmm. well, she was safe anyway. <laughs> a no. piss knows what she's doing. I just like her ass. <laughs> I want to protect it. Let's get you a, a waist holster. No, no, no. It's it. It was fine. But right. uh, yeah, it was it was funny. I'm, I read that part. I'm all. <laughs> I've done that. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's good. That's a great topic. Very nice. Safe Let's calls. move on. Let's move on. Oh wait, wait, wait. Fetish roulette. Fetish we got to pick a fetish roulette for next Picking week. The f- Mark! Pull out the purple, Mark! purple bowl Mark! of kink. There's a purple bowl of kink. Pick our fetish that we will discuss, and I will write the world's greatest jokes for. <laughs> what is this? Thank you, Mark. Psychrophilia. Psycho? Is that like lycrophilia? Like your or the love of psychos? Psychrophilia. Psychophilia. Oh, Read it. Come on, Kathy, bring us home with your yeah, fucking you education. Did it. It's psychrophilia. Yeah. Psychra. Psychra or psychro? Let me Crow. see. Crow. No. Psycho. Psycho. Psychrophilia. It's like a fucking manically depressed crow? bipolar crow <laughs> flying around going, his life sucks. Love me. Actually, you crows know. are really, really. Uh, Fucking smart. pain in the ass? They're smart. Well, they should be smart enough to get it out of the way of my pellet gun, well, motherfuckers. Don't really? I hate you sometimes. Did I mention I hate crows? <laughs> you can teach them to say fuck you. That's great. They're then great they should go mimickers. and learn that and fuck off. They, Sitting we'll outside for some days. Them and doves, the two birds I hate I the love most. doves. Sitting like on top of my air conditioner. I'm like, can you throw Alka Seltzer or something at them? Poopy mood today. I'm in a great mood. I no, just you're t- not. see that. That. 
Just Dude, that. You annoy you. Just that I noise. Like, I like her. I'll shoot lot. you in the boob. <laughs> <laughs> the BB. <laughs> Ah! 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 Oh my god. Oh look, it's one of God's creatures. I believe ah! we have descended ah! to an all time low here on Perverted Pants. Ah! Stop Fuck it. Oh. <laughs> what? I feel like the uh who's who's one of our listeners, the vegan? The <laughs> we have a vegan listener? We do. Ooh. Yeah, theater vegan. Yeah, vegan is oh. no longer going to listen to us. <laughs> She's very sexy. She's actually I like how now you're like She's very sexy. Hey, you know, I still hate crows and fucking doves, but Theater Vegan is still really goddamn sexy. Mm-hmm. So, uh, all right. So there we picked that. That is exciting. <laughs> so next next week we will talk about... S- <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. <sighs> Sometimes we just want to talk about shit. So here it is. A random host topic, bitches. Is that new? For your peace of mind. We have no blab for a host topic. Why? Because you are going to blab. I am going to blab. No, I mean, we don't have an intro blab for it. No, this is a new host topic, and uh, the uh, the bones fell to me. So I said, well, I definitely have something that I want to talk. I'm in the middle of working on a a new, you know, master work of blogging bullshit that I do Mm. every now and again. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I'll just say it is... uh, it's called When Uber Dom Hears the Safe Word, seeing as we're onto safe things and safe calls. Yes. Funny you should say that. Because we know I am the... I'll read an excerpt from it because it'll thrill your life. I am the master lion taking the females of my pride as I have earned because I am the Uber Alpha Lion. Rawr. <laughs> Rawr. You like my lion, baby? <laughs> Shut up, asthma lion, I know. <laughs> then, in the middle of my glory, splendor, and dominance, the bottom calls out their safe word. <laughs> <laughs> so you called the sound effects. Sorry. When you actually hear it as the top, yes, your prey has just broken the fantasy of helplessness and taken back control. Yes, it is frustrating and sometimes even a shock to your headspace. Yes, you are disappointed. Yes, you may get instantly butthurt. Your feelings are 100% valid just as the bottom's feelings are valid. But in that moment, if we do not exit gracefully with care and maturity or are unable to, we have violated the trust of the bottom and now move into the role of abuser or at the very least an immature douche. Wow. Now then, this topic uh, is almost kind of in defense of the tops. And mm-hmm. this, is, this is why, where I mention all the things. Because there's kind of this image... And this is a fragile topic. We all have to please... <laughs> tread lightly. We are going to tread lightly because we want to make damn sure that every everybody that is on the bottom or has to say a safe word is empowered that no matter what, your limits are to be respected. There is no compromise to that. Your safe word means stop this scene now. You have that control and you need to negotiate that. What I will say on top of that, though, is there's always this... Uh, this kind of image that we hear in all the posts in FetLife downing dominance, you better fucking respect this. And, you know, and that's all true. We need to respect that. But it's what's not being ever talked about is the fact that when you are in a headspace and you are grr and row and visceral and someone says, hey, I need you to stop, that that is a shock 
to your system. You are going from primal predator to now in a heartbeat, I have to go into nurturer and take care of the bottom. Now, that is the responsibility, and you shouldn't play with people if you can't take that responsibility. But what I want to talk about is the fact that I have the right to have a feeling. I don't have the right to not act correctly on it. But is there disappointment? Yes. If you are worried about disappointing someone when you say your safe word, there is a feeling of disappointment. It is an it is a reaction. It should not dictate what's going on. But there are feelings there. There is disappointment. There is shock. And as the top, you should allow yourself to say, wow, that really hurts. I still have to do the right thing and take care of this bottom. But to say that you shouldn't have feelings when that moment is cut off, I think is is kind of damaging to yourself. Well, and it's also kind of takes uh, away any validation of the bo- of the top. I mean, don't get me wrong. I yeah, ha- I will always stop if there is something that my if if my bottom calls their safe word or says stop and we're you know whatever. I will respect that, but. If you're on a roll, it, it, it's like taking someone out on a date and then the date going, you know what? I have a headache. I'm going home. You're, you, you spent the whole time, you know, planning the date, setting up the date, paying for the date, this, that, the other. And you, you expect to have a good time together. There is a dis. I mean, there's, and there's once again, we're now going into you haven't earned sex. No, no I wasn't actually <laughs> okay. saying that. I said a good time and spending time together. I'm just started sounding like, no, hey, I paid for dinner. You should fuck me. Just well, that's the guy point of view. Yeah. Yeah. Natural that he would go there. but <laughs> Well, you said pay for dinner and only men pay for dinner. Oh, my <laughs> God. Really? Oh, dick. Yeah, no, I'm just no, kidding. Go. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I go Dutch most of the time. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> um, but no, it's most of the time. Not with Boogie Boogie pays for my dinner. No, I don't. <laughs> we don't go out. True. Yeah. But you cook me food. I do. Anyway, um, there is times <laughs> Um, there's times where you do have it. Someone calls, you know, red or whatever their safe word. And when the scene has to stop there, there is a validation to the top saying, Hey, you put in a lot of time and effort into this too. You're allowed to have a feeling saying that basically, Oh, well it was called. Now it's all about the bottom. It's kind of shitty and one-sided. It's, 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 it's not, you have to acknowledge that there are feelings on the top side as well as the bottom. The bottom is to always be respected and their limits respected, but you also have to acknowledge the top. They're allowed to have a feeling. I think because we're, yes, you're right. We're all so crazy about safety in this community that our, most of our attention is focused on the bottom, their rights, their needs, their feelings, everything that they require in a scene. And there's nothing wrong with that, but you're right. We forget that. It's not easy on a top. It fucks with your head when, I mean, I thought that little thing that you did with the noise, that's perfect. That's what, the few times it's happened to me, that's what goes through my in my head. I feel like I just stumbled and, and you need to acknowledge that. I just, I'm here, I'm now instantly regretting bringing this topic up because all of these things sound like they can be misconstrued as rape culture. And I know you guys aren't, but I'm just saying because I can hear certain bottoms that I've played with that are so afraid of disappointing the top that they will allow themselves to push themselves to a point to where they should not be going. That is not what we are talking but about. But that is also on the bottom's point to be that they need to be able to be aware of that. And just like a top shouldn't play if they can't deal with the disappointment or whatever, Absolutely, a bottom be. should not play if they can't deal with saying stop. Absolutely. 
there's going to be that. And at that point, <laughs> I say this as a switch. <laughs> I would hope that this is something uh, where both the bottom and top can work together on this. Hey, I know you're upset, but th- you got to stop. You know, no, it's, no, it's, it's not even, nothing... you don't even have to say that. Once This can all mentally be going through the top's head. Right. But beating yourself up for feeling disappointed as a top is ridiculous. I had a situation uh-uh. very recently, and it was this situation which helped motivate uh, the thing. And I thought, um, for all intents and purposes, I handled it pretty well. Um, Mark and I were going to have sexy time with somebody who was coming over. Uh, and they were coming over, sending dirty texts, um, you know, here's what I'm going to do to you. Uh, this is all building up, build, 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 build. The person arrives, they come in, um, we, you know, we greet, we lay down, I'm grabbing, I literally take off her pants, I take off her underwear, I put my mouth just on the happy spot, and she goes... Stop. Hang on a sec. I know you sounded like, I know you were really into all this stuff that we're going to do, but I just, I can't do this right now. (laughs) As Mark is my witness, I I just kind of, my face just went, "Uh uh-huh. And I, I just pulled up her panties and I put them off and I did what I thought was the best I could do because I was instantly butthurt. I was completely turned on. I had, you know, all this communication had happened and she called it. She didn't have to use a safe word. She just fucking said, no, don't do that. I don't want to do this. Um, Pulled up her panties and I said, I understand we need to stop and we are stopping. I respect you, but I can't say I don't have a feeling of disappointment. There was no yelling, no screaming. I said, why don't you guys just cuddle for a minute and I'm going to just go inside and give me a minute to just get my head straight. I went inside Natisse was in the office who does our book reviews and I went grumble, 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 grumble. And we just thought, okay, I'm just, and I said, I just want to get this out because it's a frustrated feeling. And then I just let it go. We're supposed to do a big wax play scene a little bit you know, after sexy time. So, you know, I, you know, I went and got them, we came in and in that couple minutes that I took to just reflect on what had just happened, my senses came back and I said, you know what the right thing to do is. And you know, there's something going on here that is bigger than just you being butthurt and rejected. She came in. I said, I need to talk to you. She said, am I in trouble? I said, no, you're not in trouble. We sat down. I sat down across for her and I just looked at her and I said, what's going on? And her eyes just started spitting tears and she was having just a horrible week with all these things. And she thought she could go through with things and, you know, cause we had played before a number of times and then she that was able to be a nurturing moment. But if I hadn't have taken that minute and just asked for that minute to just say, okay, let me just, I'm a little, you know, I'm a little, little I, I have to change gears. I have to change gears here. I have to go out of sex mode and then go back into the nurturer caring mode. I don't think I, that I was wrong for doing that. No. Uh, and it wound up being a, an incredibly great moment. She got a lot of love and support. Um, and that's a more extreme example because you guys were sexually intimate and it was in your own personal space. Right. 
Um, so that it was even more intense from your perspective. But no matter what, I want to keep saying, if you are a top, you have no goddamn right to be aggressive. No, because you, you have no, you can, you, if you cannot hold back, if you start butt hurting and rape culture and you deserve, and I bought you dinner and you start making excuses and you don't even know what you want. Um, no, I'm just saying that's something said. I'm not that you're not using that as example, but that's, I'm, I'm hearing bottoms that are already, you know, really don't want to say this. It's a fragile topic. I'm sorry. I, okay. We get it. And we understand that you are not this person. And I would like everyone in perverted podcast land to understand that Boogie is not that person. What person? The person who is going to pressure people and this, that, the other. Oh, I'll pressure you. Uh, but you if you what? say no, I'll, I'll, I'll stop. Shush. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm trying to say is I understand why you want to be so delicate with this topic. But on the flip side, too, um, I'll be the jerk. Fine. Fuck it. I'll be the jerk. Uh, as a top, you need to respect people's boundaries. As a bottom, you need to respect yourself. And you need to be strong enough that if you say stop, you need to allow for the top to have a second. You need to let them change gears because otherwise the top is still fucking human. Yes. I'm going to say that from my personal experience when I'm with Creative Explorer, even after having seen with him for, God, I don't know, two years now. I still, in my head, when we're doing something and I need to stop, I will have trouble saying we need to stop. Yeah. And it's not, and I I am a 50-year-old woman. I know better. And it, I'm not getting down on myself. I'm not saying that. But the thought goes through my head. Do I really want to stop this scene? Do I really want to disappoint him? And I will look at what's going on and really question how badly do I want to stop this scene because I know it's going to disappoint him. It would disappoint anybody. And if I'm going to disappoint someone, I want to make damn sure it's because I need to stop the scene. So even everybody has trouble with this. And I know that Abyss, you are a very, uh, an independent, aggressive, mature woman, but not everybody is like that. And, and there are people who and this is across all areas of life if you have problems saying i uh, saying to yourself i don't want to stop the scene so i'm gonna go ahead and let them continue to do something that i really don't want them to you're not just having that problem in a scene you're having it throughout your entire life you're letting your boss run over you you're letting other people take advantage of you so i'm just from a personal point of view i want to know i want the listeners to know that even i who I, i should know better i have those thoughts that go through my head as well but Damn it, when I have to stop, I stop. I, I don't say, let people do things that I am uncomfortable with. The bottom line is, even though you have a difficult time with it, you do it. Yes. You say stop, which makes you a safe player. Yeah, but it has taken me a long time to get here. And and I and, and the lessons that I've learned that have made me a better, a safer player have made me a better person because I've learned that lesson throughout all areas of my life, not just in, in the community. Wow, we so. have a we have a very like circular show right now. I'm all this topic roots back to this topic. Yes. This topic goes back to this topic. <laughs> well, I think that we're like I was saying earlier, we're we're all so crazy about making sure that bottoms and submissives know their rights and know what they're allowed to do and, and to stand up for themselves that even wanting to give a top their due and let them have their boundaries met too, it makes us nervous because we don't want that ever to be misconstrued and we don't ever want a bottom to think that we're telling them 
hey, you better be fucking sure before you call red because, you know, it's hard for us to. We're, we're just so crazy. We don't want that to but happen. But that is part of the risk that we take as a top, and that needs to be. And, and part of the risk is also knowing that the person that you might have chosen to play with, if you didn't do enough negotiation to find out if they were mature enough to play, that's your call. And it's still, no matter what, it's my responsibility. And I'm not saying I always do great. I, I push all the time. I push boundaries constantly. But I but I respect when they do say no. But it is, ah, it's a big topic. It is. I didn't feel I'd squirm this much. <laughs> I fucking wrote this. I'm like, I yeah, know. blah, blah, blah. I, I'm, I'm laughing. And all of a sudden, I'm, well, no, when I started hearing stuff, I'm like, these are the, these, I know we're all saying correct things, but it just start. But there was just certain words and language that are just like. I hate to use the word triggers, but you know. Uh, I was trying yeah. to avoid using. But that word. whatever, it's you know. I'm just saying for me. Yeah, it triggers me. I yes, and I'm afraid of triggering other people. And but it has to be said. And I look forward to your posts. Yeah. And I think we've covered all of our bases here. We've made sure everyone is aware. <laughs> we are not encouraging to- bottoms not to yes. call scenes, and, and we're not encouraging yeah. tops to be assholes. And yeah, no, butter. you got to. Yeah. Step up or shut the fuck yeah, up. Perverted mailbox. <laughs> Thank God we got out of that. Ah, let's all hold hands and no. breathe and relax. <laughs> no. Abyss is no. Okay. He's got a dirty look from Abyss. Oh. All right. Well, I, I shall lighten the mood. On a Hitachi. Oh, well, that's right. You were going <laughs> to sit on a Hitachi for the whole show. What happened there? It would have made your clit bleed. So I said no. <laughs> <laughs> well, a risk I'm willing to take. <laughs> All right. Maybe, Maybe a medical Maybe. emergency. <laughs> Ringtone available on pervertedpodcast.com. All right. Free. We, we got an email from Princess15, who is the wife of King72, who is on in our chat room often. Wait, but if she's a... I know. Princess, well, she the can't king be queen. She's she would be a queen. Well, no, she's the princess. He's the king. It's that's a little incest. Fa- no, but he said he's married to. Yes, that would be incest. Queen. No, it's that just, would be. <laughs> <laughs> Kathy, notice how Kathy <laughs> Abyss is going what? for goddamn logistics, <laughs> and <laughs> Kathy and I are like, perv, perv, perv. Oh, but no, like seriously, if it's succession, it it's wouldn't work. It's fucking hot, is what it is. Wow. Go, princess and I'm king. I'm sorry, princess and king, but do your daughter in fantasy. As long as there ain't no babies. I like how you. <laughs> I like the what? Just the look on Unger. What Unger? <laughs> what? Because of the chat when you said that that was that was really wrong and really bad and and what? Just no. What did oh. I say? What? Is King there now? And Princess. <laughs> Tell him we like their incest <laughs> fantasy. Stop it. He turned the blue light on and then smacked that that down. (laughs) Well, if you could, Unger, let them know I have issues with their um, She should be queen. That she should be queen, but we don't, Kathy and I think it's just goddamn hot that it's princess and king. Poor Unger. When they hear this, they're just going to, why did I email them? (laughs) They're like, why do we listen to this show? (laughs) All right. She says, my hubby and I have been listening to the podcast for quite a while. We love it and look forward to each new one. He especially loves being in the chat room. The one time <laughs> I, know, the one time up, I was there was really enjoyable. We sat across from each other on separate computers and chatted, which I think is just the cutest picture ever. We really look forward to your podcast, even though not all topics you cover pertain to our dynamic. Every <laughs> time I type that word, I hear Abyss saying, that's their dynamic. <laughs> We typically find something in the podcast that is relevant to us. You guys helped us in, 
inspire us to start our own podcast, chronicling our journey into BDSM. Thanks so much for the time you put in. Those of us without much local community appreciate it. Keep up the kinky work. Oh, that's so nice. But she also asked us a question. Okay. She says, do you see many married couples in your local community? We are finding that locally we are oddities among oddities. Most of our local players that we've met are single or dating or if they're married have been divorced. Yes, um, yes, yes, no, yes, yes, and no. I hey that I think they we, have are a lot, we have a we have a lot of married couples no, at threshold. Absolutely, maybe, but we they, have a lot of divorced people at threshold. Um, I think she's. They've been married for a long time, so she's. I think. Oh, she's you mean saying, couples that have been together for a yes. long time? No, no I can. Th- have I can, quite a few. I can think of a few that have been together in the, probably in the. I'm 15, not saying that you 15, can't think of a few, but they're rare. I think in general it's rare in everywhere because exactly. the divorce rate is at like sixty percent now. Yeah. I think it's rare across all levels of society. It has nothing to do within the kink community, yeah. as we've talked about in the past. There's not that much of a difference from the kink community and stamp yeah. collectors. <laughs> what? Fucking freaky licking motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, now it's all peel and stuff. Um, actually, what I was going to say was I heard a saying when I first joined uh, the, uh, the kinky world was a one year DS relationship equals like five years vanilla. <laughs> it's going to be a good damn year. You know what I mean? So it's it's you already have if you have power dynamics if you have bdsm if you have shit if you have poly if you have openness if you have other play partners these are all extra things that are going to put pressure on marriages and relationships and most of the time it's in a good way but if you have really shitty communication and already have marital problems that are you know just the non-kink marital problems it's going to be difficult so you and i have been together for 15 ds years almost yeah oh my god yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, this come August, it'll be 15 DS years. Oh, 15 DS years. If I don't kill you, no wonder. Dog years. We have dog years and DS years. That explains years. so much. It's almost three years, yeah. <laughs> Should I get sick of me before then? Uh, I'll have aye, a aye. boot in my ass by aye. then. Mm-hmm. No, I think I think there's a lot. We have a lot of couples and a lot of inspired uh, couples, but what was uh, my favorite about the email um, besides the fact that I have to challenge them both, if you guys ever sit across each other, have you as a couple ever sat across from each other watching your own porn on separate laptops and masturbated for each other while watching? Can't Unger porn? ask them that in the chat room now? Just tell them that's their challenge. That's, <laughs> that's the, the challenge to King and Princess. <laughs> no, you know what I'm saying. Like, what? You at yeah. your laptop, you watch the type of porn you like. You at your laptop find something that is oh, erotic see, for I you, and then they masturbate. Videotape, make your porn. Oh, no. No, 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 no. watch no. that. Well, no, they can do that. You can send that to us, pervertedpodcast at gmail.com, possibly an MP3 or an MP4. <laughs> also, that would work out. Also, I feel like that would Featured be- Featured orgasm. Oh, oh. Oh, what? Did you just get banned out of the chat room? No, Internet Explorer stopped working. Oh, oh. typical. Oh. Mark? <laughs> All right, so, yeah, so, yeah. no, what I really thought was great is, is, once again, and we keep bringing these up because this is this is what we do this for. <laughs> for people people that don't have communities yeah. that they can feel. this Kind of everything does tie together. It's I the people you. that want to feel just under their fingertips. That for people, they, they had said, <laughs> we knew that was coming. Yeah, did it, um, 12-year-old abyss. No, it's exciting that, that goes back we to at least provide something. 
Because <laughs> <No>. they <laughs> shit. <laughs> Show forty nine. <No>. Jesus. <laughs> red. <laughs> I think Boogie just called red. <laughs> it's very exciting that a couple. Because this is what we do here at Threshold. This is what we do in the community is. And I was just talking to people because here at the offices at the building that Threshold is at. Um, there's other people from that are in the non kink world. They don't know anything about our world. And they, you know, sometimes they ask. And uh, and I had a friend. Actually, I should have even talked about this. We had a medical emergency in the building. And uh, and so we had to uh, call the ambulance. And there's this guy who was one of the paramedics, and he's just staring at me. And I'm kind of talking about what happened to the guy, and here's some of the things. And the guy is just staring at me, and I think he's he's got he's a big guy, you know, he's buff, and he looks like a you know, hey, uh, you know, like you're a douche. He's giving me that you're a douche kind of look, and I'm like, whatever, fuck this guy. And uh, <clears throat> so I walk away, and then Natiz comes and gets me and says, hey, that guy knows you. I come back, and it's fucking my buddy. That I fucking played soccer with at 10 years old and then went to church with and we preached the gospel of Jesus next to each other. He was the youth minister. I was a lay minister that traveled. And this was this guy. And I looked at the name tag and said, oh, shit. And he's like, what are you doing? And they all know that I'm a big sinner now. So uh, <laughs> so I give him a card to Perverted Podcast. And I say, we talk about this. And I had talked about just this prior to getting the email to make a short story long as I met this childhood friend who now looks at me with disgust and and had said, hey, you know, a lot of married couples come in here when they're at a point in their relationship where they're maybe not communicating well, they're looking for spice, they're like ready to part. And this this couple, Princess and King, had said, you know, we were having some troubles and then we found kink and it gave us a new kind of zest. And it was really exciting to explain it to this person who obviously, you know, doesn't know much about our community to say, we do help married couples. We do help people in monogamous relationships to find better communication and learn how to express themselves sexually in their relationship without having to play with other people or have sex Mm -hmm. with other people. So I was very excited that literally an hour after Mm. this incident (laughs) that I can say, look, see, and and going back to just under the fingertips, it doesn't mean that (laughs) kink will fix your marriage. So if it does not work, walk your path. That's right. You can blame us. Mm -hmm. Hungry, did you get back in there at all? Yeah, the computer fears me. Oh. The computer fears. Talking to the mic. Say the computer the, fears me. Thank you. <laughs> thank well, you, you did wedge yourself back in there. Anything else going on in the chat room? Any crazy kooky stuff? Um, uh, well, um, King and Princess have now left. No, no, they're still there, and we're talking about the challenge. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. What challenge? You doubt our listeners. <laughs> the challenge Boogie just presented to them. Oh. <laughs> <coughs> the porn challenge. Yes. Porn challenge. What'd they say? Wait. During the show. Oh. Oh, they're doing that now? Well, apparently... Uh, I don't think they should masturbate while listening to us. Why not? Well, I mean, they're sure. They're not listening Wait, to us. Should I be like, should yeah. I be like, hey... That's the thing. They're not listening to us. They're a day ahead. I, I, oh, I don't want to... I don't want to talk about. It won't be today, though. Probably. Oh, wait a minute! They're there now. I don't know. Yeah. Did you just get confused? I just got totally so, confused. So, if the time zone in Australia were at, tomorrow, at, 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 no, at, at, his brain is already <laughs> fermenting. Joe, mess with it more. At seven p.m., it will be twelve uh, a.m. the next day in, in uh, Sydney. I know these things. God damn it! Just oh yeah, what what? When is celebrity masturbation? That's week three. Uh, this is technically mind. week one. 
technically it is. Do you know what this is? You got it's it's been almost twelve times we've done this. Mm, only it's time for annoyingly bad rap. Boo hiss. Boo hiss. It is, is right. time for annoyingly bad rap, and this is the time where uh, the perverted podcast listeners um, uh, turn off the podcast. Turn off. <laughs> no, they do not. <laughs> Look at that. Annoyingly bad rap. That's what this is. So the topic of today that we are going to wrap up, to wrap about and close the show is, I think we've done this before, things that make no, you gag. No, we were going to. And then we canceled the show for some reason. Oh. Yeah, it got canceled. So this is it. Well, then fuck it. Okay, go, Kathy. Oh, me? Yeah. All right. Wrap us home, baby. <laughs> Gotta grab your titty while you mm, do it. Yeah, oh King and I'm Princess not grabbing Master Beaten looking at each it. other on the laptop, kind of like your brother. What? Incest. 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 <laughs> King and Princess incest. <sighs> like it's a princess with incest. I think he's just he's just going all over your shit. A leather vest. Keep going. I bought at Walmart. Because <laughs> I'm dumb. What? I'm just warming up. Go, Kathy. I'm afraid to start. No, right? Hmm. Bushy Muppet beard coming at my pit. How'd I get here? This is bullshit. He's smiling real big. He starts to move in. I don't want him here because I don't know where he's been. He's getting really close. I want to run away. But Hollywood Daddy, he likes to play. He's taking his sweet time. I'm getting really pissed. Is that his girl over there recording all of this? Come on, you can do this. Do it for the gang. Just close your eyes and drift. Don't think, close your brain. Think of Boogie, Mark Abyss, and our lovely audience. Think of all the stuff we need. Put your mind in a trance. Oh, God, I feel his breath. I want to save myself, but there's no hope for me. Run, my friends. Save yourselves. I love you, PP gang. If I had a God, I'd pray, but nothing's going to save me from this fucked up day. Uh, oh. I, you know, it's funny. You actually, as you're doing that, I'm cringing for you. I saw you cringing. Oh. <laughs> like, like flashbacks of that. Yes. Oh. A horrible day. That was when. Hollywood I, Daddy paid $50 to pervert a uh, podcast to make out with Kathy's armpit. I literally was wedging my arms down like, ah. Uh. Video available on YouTube no. or our FetLife no. page. Tell people that. Oh, see Kathy's shame. You brought it all back. Abyss, uh. let's see what you got. Hold on a second. <laughs> I'm still twitching. I just, as a as a, as a caveat, I just want to say, Abyss is more a street poet yeah, than, I'm really, than a rapper. The, so if it doesn't beat, go on. The beat is actually more for just like, Decorative purposes. <laughs> it's, it's an aesthetic, orally aesthetic. Yeah. A cock deep down can make a girl drown, but no. <laughs> God damn it! What, what is that? What are you doing? I was getting into it. You were doing a monkey dance. Sorry. <laughs> Fuck. A cock deep down can make one drown, but that's not what will make me gargle. Pussy quite pungent can make a girl's eyes water, but I won't turn tail and run. A, for, a forest below may need to be mowed, but I can muster through it. What really will make me blow is some nasty B.O., and that's a hard limit. He's already rubbing I like sex with my cock in your face. I fuck that hole like a chariot race. I make you gag with my weenie post haste. I shoot my load because you love my taste. Talk your shit like you like it intense. Break this whore with the gag reflex. Cry and choke when I cash your check. You're high as a kite when I love rough sex. Suck it, suck it, suck it, suck it, suck it. Face fucking hard because you know you fucking love it. Suck it, suck it 
on your knees, bitch. Suck it. Pull your hair, little girl, and now you suck it. Suck it. Suck it. And suck it. Uh, I, I, I don't know what to say. I thought ah. I thought it was about ah. things what that make, make you, you gag. gag. Ah. He's gonna make people ah. gag. <laughs> I thought I thought it was what made you gag. What? and that is our show (laughs) thank you Threshold for providing a perverted playground for us to play in if you're in the fresh or if you're in the Los Angeles or surrounding areas visit threshold.org and visit and find out about joining the kinky fucking family stop it thank you to everyone (laughs) thank you to everyone in the chat room including Unger for moderating thank you Mark and Boogie and Abyss and myself if you have questions comments or ideas please email us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com and visit pervertedpodcast.com and finally suck it suck it suck it suck it suck it he did not actually pay attention to where that rap came from he just wanted to sound like super okay just we love you you're fucking awesome I say it every week. Even the people in the chat room. Even the people in the chat room. That's and see, now they have yeah. interesting stuff to say. Unger, is there anything left for them to say? Hang on a sec. What? No. Anything He's left? No. No. He's no. He, they've all it. left now, actually. Yeah. Well, then. <laughs> we are out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Go pee. I don't know why. That's two weeks in a row. That is. you got to pee before the show, man. I have prostate cancer. We need no, a little you bottle didn't, here. You did no, not. That's, that's we need a bottle here you can use. I have a bottle. I have my pee jug under the tent. Yeah. Okay, bye. <laughs>